Did you know improving your communication can double your net worth? Just because it's not your title doesn't mean you're not in sales. You are. Lloyd Day created and has taught this communication training for 30 plus years. Macy McNeely, Lloyd's daughter, and Catherine Schubert, a founding student, were struggling entrepreneurs who, after going under his wing and seeing their businesses quadruple, knew that this was the missing piece for so many others. That's how the Guide Culture Training started and has taught over 500 students in just two short years. Sales is guiding people into a decision that is best for them. Guide Culture is not sales training, it's life training. We are a group of completely bought-in sales professionals who persuade for good. Here are your hosts, Macy, Loy, and Catherine. Welcome back to the podcast, friend. So happy to have you. You are in for an absolute treat for the next few weeks because the whole month of June is about to be pulled from one of our most popular events that happened last year. Over a thousand people went absolutely nuts over this and wanted to be a part of it. You are going to learn the five-part process that you can use to outsmart your brain and stop procrastination in its tracks like before it even starts, okay? And honestly, this is our number one secret to help you you getting unstuck. Now, to get the most out of this training, you're going to want to download the five days worth of daily deposit. It's in the show notes. It's totally free uh, in five days worth so you can track along with these podcast episodes. And if you love this, you are absolutely going to love and want to be a part of a special training happening on June 30th in the Winter Circle Facebook group. It's going to be all about moving the needle in your life and your business so you can actually make progress and really get the most out of all the work you're already doing. I hope you enjoy this episode and all of the month of June, and we will see you in the winter circle on June 30th. You know, someone asked me one time, what is a growth plan? How? No, they said, how can I get a growth plan? He's like, I'm trying to learn like where I can find a growth plan. I was like, well, you read things that align with where you want to go. You create your own life curriculum. Basically. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. So growth plan. Yeah. Basically creating your life curriculum. And if there's one thing that I have learned in life, it is that when you graduate from college, that's when the learning starts. College is just like, we're just warming up here. Yeah. And what's hard is no one's telling you what to do anymore. No one tells you. Even if it's your boss, Mm -hmm. they don't really care about your growth. They Mm -hmm. care about their results most of the time. Right. Most of the time. So, But they're confused because your growth will get them better results, you know? And I I will never forget, and you probably feel the same, but I will never forget uh, graduating college. You you go through school for 20-something years for the moment to sit in your big girl job, you know, for the moment. exactly what you're talking about. And you're like, this is literally what I've worked so hard for. And then you sit in this big girl job. You're like, I'm sorry, what? I'm I'm looking for business cards because that's what (laughs) represented my first day of my job. He's like, you got a business card. Congratulations. You've done what you needed to do. Yeah. It's a little, it's a little sad. Yeah. So one moment. Yeah. Uh, but I, you know, what's really interesting. I really feel like if I had the learning mentality in my, in my job, I feel like I would have had a different heart and attitude about it. Um, which I just didn't know any better, which I'm glad, you know, we're all here for a reason. It's just very interesting. And it's also interesting if you pay attention to the age of people on Instagram, like yeah. who is the most almost like lost. Yeah. And it's that post-college, I'm in my first job. I'm not super happy. Yeah. What do I do? And it's usually because no one told you, like, you need a growth plan. Yeah, you need a growth plan. No one talks about that. Right, So I think that's when I became happiest. Mm -hmm. It was like when I was starting to apply my knowledge in the right direction. Yes. Um, 
and it wasn't just like supposed to be fulfilled for me right and work right very interesting it's very interesting but yeah. this is when it becomes fun and that's why we call it a game yeah game of life that's game why we're here life. okay so uh here's the thing about the personal development part of uh the daily deposit which is the what i'm learning part the, my favorite thing about it, obviously it's growing me, but yeah. also uh, we're going to talk about how it's going to make you a natural content creator. Okay. You're going to be a thought leader in your industry and you're going to be able to really have this information internalized into your long-term memory. Mm. Okay. So let's talk about being a natural content creator. So what do you do, Kitty, to rev up the engine, the content engine, to mm-hmm. get the juices a flow in? Uh, the struggle. I'm going to say there's three things. I'm going to go with three. Okay. 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 Uh, and they all balance each other out. Okay. So one is exercise. Oof. Cause that's the real, that's like true juice. Okay. Like yeah. Blood oxygen, like go into your brain. Yeah. Two is reading because when you're learning with things that are aligned with what you already believe, which is spoiler alert, number three, like know what you believe. Yeah. Um, it really gives you roots on like what you can share with mm-hmm. authenticity mm-hmm. and true, like conviction. Yeah. Um, but reading really is what gives you evidence. It's what gives mm-hmm. stories mm-hmm. and, uh, just a ton of value to mm-hmm. people who are yeah. on the other end. And we call ourselves like the middleman. Yeah. Like we try like to take our own thoughts mm-hmm. originally, but mm-hmm. so much of the time it's like, Hey, let's pass this information along yeah. based on what they've learned and get a credit. Obviously we're like, Oh, oh yeah. we read in this book or oh, this, gosh. whatever. Yeah. I feel like I've created nothing because yeah. of all this great stuff from other people. Yeah. But- and, and here's, here's the situation. Okay. This is what I feel like a lot of people uh, are, they're missing the boat here. Okay. Mm-hmm. They think they're in the travel agency business. They think they're in the network marketing. No, no. They think they're in the like skincare network marketing business, not even network marketing. Right. Right. True. They think they're in the online course industry. That's what you think, but you're, you're not. You think you're a nurse. You a think doctor, you're a nurse, a copywriter, name it, you name it. Yeah. Like your business title is, is not your job. No. Okay. It's Actually crazy. we're stop. not in sales. No, we'll just say it. No, we're not. You're in the people business, right? We talked about this yesterday, but really more than anything, you're kind of in the people development business. You want your clients and your people to walk away better and really more developed and smarter than when they came to you. And the only way you can do that is when you develop yourself. Mm -hmm. And if you're not developing yourself, you're kind of, I like to call living in your own filth. Okay. When you're living in your own filth of like, Hey, I live in the thoughts that I just have always had. Mm. I live in the information that I've always known. And I don't know any different. Easy thing to do. And if you think I'm trying to learn from somebody who's living in their own filth, you're very incorrect. I want to learn from somebody who's drinking out a fresh stream of water every single day. And this comes right back to what Kat was saying of be the person that the person you're looking for is looking for. Mm-hmm. And if you want to, to uh, drink from someone's flowing water, then you need to be drinking from flowing water also. Preach. It matters. Okay. So personal development, it, it's also going to really help you become a thought leader in your industry, right? That's being that people developer. This is not casual. I think a lot of times people casually are like reading a little bit here and there throughout the day, maybe a couple in the morning, a couple pages in the morning, maybe when you're really tired at night, which I think is like the last time you should read is that I night. mean, if it's bonus or you're rereading, rereading, re-reading yeah. you know, yeah. but- you need to be like the most alert. Okay. And this is one of the most needle moving activities you can do. And it feels very in the backseat for most people. It feels passive. I so think, passive. Which is ironic because it actually, it's kind of hard to like learn. Yeah. But maybe, I don't know. We've been there. It feels unimportant. Yeah. Knowledge when it's actually hard. the 
most important because I don't understand. How, I don't understand how people don't do it. And uh, but I get it because people are so bogged down mm-hmm. with like administrative stuff, with urgent things, customer service. Yeah, uh, deliver the thing. Deliver. You're a one-on-one client, and that's why you know. We, and we talk about this in needle movers in yeah. the actual course of like, hey, how do we get rid of everything possible so that you are developing yourself a large portion of your time? Yeah, like that is something that we talk about every when we do our quarterly meetings. We're like, hey, how can we get more time learning? Mm-hmm. How can we get more time reading? What can we do? What mm-hmm. can we give away? What can we say no to so that we can learn, learn, learn? And it's worked. It, it oh my god, it's taken months and months, but it's working, and it's honestly so cool yes. to see the difference and the way we've been living. Yes, and so I just I just want to say this one thing really quick because we're talking about or we're working on something right now about like how to like sell consistently and like always have sales coming in your business all the time and really have so we all have this like overarching message and then we have subcategories of our message right and then within those subcategories we have stories that prove that the subcategories are valid, right? So the best way to describe this is at church. Your pastor has one overarching message, which is usually the gospel, right? If you go to Christian follower of Jesus, non-denominational, whatever, it's like, Hey, follow Jesus. Right. And then there's all these subcategories that aligns with that overarching message. And then within the subcategories, there's specific stories that he usually talks about, but it all falls under the overarching message. Right. And without the personal development, without the knowledge, your subcategories, your stories that go along there, it like, they don't, they don't click with people Mm -hmm. because here's the thing about the pastor. Okay. Mm -hmm. Let's talk about the pastor for a second. His subcategory messages are kind of his persuasion techniques. Yes. And he's persuading people to attend, Mm -hmm. to give, to donate and to volunteer. Mm -hmm. He's persuading people. Mm -hmm. It's like, Hey, buy into this church, this organization, come and volunteer your time, give your money and be a part of this. And so every week he has a persuasive message. Truly he does. And obviously he wants you to give his life, your life to Jesus. And so when you're on Instagram, that's kind of the situation you are building persuasive messages Mm -hmm. every single day with the stories that you are learning in personal development. Mm -hmm. If you don't have anything that backs up your overarching message, it's not persuasive. Yeah. In fact, uh, when I was, was just stay on Jesus for a second. Yeah. So I was reading one of the gospels a few months ago and Mm -hmm. one of his followers was like, Hey, why are you telling so many stories? Ooh. Yeah. And he said that stories nudge people toward receptive insight, Mm. which means that, Hey, you might not agree with this statement, Mm -hmm. but you cannot say that you don't hear the story I'm telling. Right. So it moves people toward receptive insight. You might be in network marketing and you're thinking people do not believe in this. Mm -hmm. People do not believe like that this is legit, Mm -hmm. whatever. That might frustrate the heck out of you. Mm -hmm. And so you're coming off defensive or you can come with a story about someone who became like a really strong affiliate for something and then it changed their life. Right. Or whatever the case may be. Yeah. But a story is going to nudge people in a way that's like, oh, oh, this is not black and white. This actually makes more sense. And I'm more open to it. Right. Stories, evidence based on the personal development that you do Mm -hmm. in all the types of ways Mm -hmm. is going to nudge people toward receptive insight. And that is persuasion. And that is what helps people buy. Yes. And, you know, in guide culture, we teach a lot of this of, you know, what kind of evidence of how, you know, how you get the right evidence for your right statement and all of that. And, you know, we thought, you know, we have something called Academy, which is continued 
uh, program for our guide culture students. And we were like, hey, let's like make evidence for them. Like as we learn, we can make evidence for them and we'll put it in a document for them and it'll help them. And Lloyd was like, hey, that just won't work. Like people have to internalize it on their own. It's like giving candy. You just can't. Mm-hmm. He's giving candy for dinner and it's like, it's not teaching them to fish. It's feeding them for mm-hmm. uh, a second, not even for a day, but for a meal. Right. And so as much as I would love to do this for you, because I really do love doing this, like it just can't be done. You have to be so excited about it. And it's the only way that you'll internalize it, which brings us to this idea of internalizing. Yeah. And you want to talk about internalization? Yeah. So for like, you've done all the learning, all the learning, and it just is like not penetrating. It's like, yeah think and it's like bouncing back out and you felt good for a second but the next time you turn around to get on Instagram you're like wait what um like I was just so inspired and now I'm feeling nothing yeah so there's a there's a chance that you're learning without internalizing it probably is that you have knowledge without the uh, the ability to apply it in a meaningful way Mm -hmm. um and what internalizing does for you is it helps you apply knowledge in a meaningful way because it's a part of you yes it's like every time you see Mm -hmm. someone do something or you see like a freaking red light you're like you know what that is just like that story in the book (laughs) because they were stopped you know or whatever it's just everything becomes like a metaphor you are the queen of metaphors I I don't (laughs) know We're like always we're, like, we're always on a ship going somewhere. The ship is always a metaphor. For I you, know, and it's so good. We're like the ship is turning. I'm like, no, we're on a different ship. We're yes. not located on the same ship. But yes. yeah, it just will help you see everything differently because mm-hmm. there's this thing called your RAS, yes, your reticular activating system, and it, it is the literal filter for what gets your attention. Mm-hmm. And so if you're giving your attention to certain topics that are aligned within mm-hmm. books, like if every book you're reading is just like stacked up the same type of topic, uh-huh. then then your brain's like ready for it. Right? right. So whether someone says something on Instagram, you hear overhear it at the grocery store, you are ready mm-hmm. because it's internalized and then you can pay it forward yes. on your Instagram or yes. whatever, or to your team or whoever yes. um, with a message that is from your heart, really. So speaking of personal development, I have something about internalization that's from the book I'm currently reading. Oh, I'd love to hear it. Which is Business Secrets from the Bible. Even if you don't believe in Jesus, it's an amazing, amazing book. And he said that when you know are you guys listening? Write this down. Okay. If you're not, when you know that you have really internalized a discipline or principle, you can act properly and instantaneously Mm. without involving your mind. You do not decide what to do in situations. You feel what to do in situations Mm. through study, training, and repetition. Mm. You can teach yourself to do the right thing. Like I just went to church. Can we just say amen for a second? Okay. So Mm -hmm. I want you guys, when I read that, I was like, oh my gosh. And I've actually written that like a couple of times in my daily deposit because it, we talk about repetition and internalize all the time. We're like, Hey, repeat, internalize, repeat, internalize. And this has made it really concrete for me that you feel what to do. Mm. So imagine this. Okay. I don't want to use the example with a kid your child. Yeah. They're like misbehaving and you really want them to make good decisions for themselves, right? You want them to go into the world and make good choices where you're not like babysitting them all the time. When you have a chance at like a teaching moment, right? Mm-hmm. They're listening to you for like the first time you feel like ever they're, yeah. they're paying attention. They're listening. You have the chance to say something powerful. Yeah. And at that point, 
it's too late. If you're not prepared, it's too late. You have to be prepared for that one little moment. Mm -hmm. Or maybe you're on a sales call and you haven't had a sales call in months. And you're like, oh my gosh, I finally have some traction and they have a little interest. Maybe they have an objection. You better be prepared. And a lot of times we're doing this personal development and we're like, I don't know what the heck this is for. Mm-hmm. Like, what is this even, what is this even for? Nobody even cares. Right. But it's the moment. It's the moment you're in the conversation. It's the moment that there's a teaching moment that someone asks mm-hmm. you for an opportunity that you're like, oh, like, this is why I'm ready. Yeah. And that's when you're like, man, I'm so glad I've internalized. I'm not just like passively reading, but I've internalized. I'm on autopilot that it makes a huge difference. Yeah. And something that we um, talk about a lot is overflowing, Mm -hmm. like needing an outlet. Yeah. So uh, before I worked at guide culture, Mm -hmm. I just like was everywhere that guide culture was at, you know, I just like showed up to the events. was like there, (laughs) it was my outlet. I didn't realize it at the time that you started calling it that you needed, you need something to share what you're learning. You needed a space to share. And that is what happens. That's going to be the symptom of you doing all this is you're going to be like, my team did not ask for an extra call this week. Like I have got to get on yeah. to the page and do a live mm-hmm. for the people who are ready to hear what I just learned. Yeah. And honestly, teaching helps you learn it twice. You learn it a different way. In a different way for yeah. someone else's perspective. Mm-hmm. And then you really become, yeah. you really become like yeah. that creator and internalizer and all Gosh, that. Gosh, and watch your team start to lead themselves the way you're leading yourself. Oh yeah. People talk about duplication. I'm like, there's nothing more duplicate gainable than being a leader Man. because leaders lead themselves and the team is never going to outgrow the leader ever so that's just a law of nature like yeah. people grow with people right it's like yeah. a fish in a fish tank yeah um just get a bigger tank you know so good mm-hmm. yeah i love that so much so with the daily deposit that we have kind of like a technique that um that we use of course you all can can decide what works best for you but you know, we're, we're, remember this isn't passive. This is very intentional. And so you're reading, maybe you have a notebook that you take notes in. Maybe you have an iPad, maybe you just, um, underline like for this book, for example, I've got sticky notes, I've got stars, I've got underlines. And then I have, um, a notes section on my phone and it's literally labeled personal development. And sometimes I have it broken down in sections. Like I have one, uh, when I go to church, just call it Jesus or when I'm reading the Bible. Uh, and then I have some for certain podcasts that I listen to regularly. And then I have sections for certain books just so I can easily find, uh, what I'm looking for. So reading is a type of repetition, underlining or taking a note is a type of repetition, writing it in your phone is a type of repetition. And then when it's time to write in your daily deposit, you can review your notes, which is yet another type mm-hmm. of repetition to write it down. Mm-hmm. Now, the, the things that are being written, written down are like amazing uh, principles or concepts. And I'm like, man, this will overflow somehow, some way. And a lot of times I try to go ahead and write how, when, and where the concept can be used, what and what piece of evidence and what example, can it be an analogy? What part of guide culture does this align with that can be used in the training? Uh, it is just like, it's constant. It doesn't yeah. end. Yeah. So 100%. there's like four or five repetition points of repetition right there. It takes us a long time to read. Yeah. It's almost embarrassing, but it doesn't matter. Because oh, I don't care. It works. Yeah. And we actually find a lot in our um, students, they are reading too. They're going through too fast. They're reading stuff and moving on. Yeah. It's like, it feels that way. Yeah. Um, Just the, the evidence of like, when you can read psychology of winning and not like kind of die and need to read it again. Mm-hmm. And like, did you read it? Because yeah, 
that was, you know, it's killer. Yeah. Um, did you know that when you actually track your finger along with the words, that also helps you? It does. Just, that is crazy to me. It's like it's your, your pointer brain. finger, your brain, your pointer finger in your brain and saying it out loud. So it's your pointer finger saying it out loud as crazy. you, it does something special to your brain. So, crazy. Yeah. so do that within your daily deposit too. Yes. Like yes. Just, yes. Everywhere. Uh, and I also just have to say this, that I want to encourage you just to really check yourself and what you're reading. Uh, we are so careful of the input just in general, just making sure that <laughs> it aligns with our values, but also that it's challenging enough. If you are reading something that's not challenging you and is, and feels like it feels maybe almost like comforting, it might not be a true personal development work book. That's true. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. I had a saying for this not too long ago. You don't want to leave feeling bad about yourself, but you right. want to feel like leaving a little bit convicted. Like, yeah. man, like tension. I feel challenged. I feel, yeah. I feel tension. Um, I feel like I don't understand this quite yet. I have to yeah. like, think about this and that's why exercise is good. Cause your brain like can yes. like rev it up. Yes. Um, you can get some of that tension out yes. uh, while also digesting. Yeah. But yeah, I'm telling you, it's okay to be uncomfortable yeah. in the learning process. Yeah. In fact, that's what it's for. Don't you remember school? Yeah. You might've been forced to learn something you didn't want to, but when you like, when you did get over that hump of like, oh my gosh, I can finally do this without looking at my textbook or asking the teacher, Mm -hmm. it felt really good. So just Mm -hmm. lean in, lean in, lean in to the discomfort Lean in hard. Yeah. Yeah. You want to watch people telling you it's all going to be okay. And you don't have to do anything. You know what I'm saying? What are you saying? Like, you know, you'll read books that are like, oh, fluffy, fluffy. And like, Hey, like, just you're enough just you're just sleep you know you know just sleep in and yeah and just you know feel good about yourself no matter what and of course we always want to feel good about ourselves but we want to we want to be pressed uh in a way that makes you think twice and be like man I could be better at that Mm -hmm. you want to read something and be like man I'm not doing that well I'm gonna go and try and do Mm -hmm. it better Mm -hmm. this kind of goes back to like the participation trophy yesterday someone says we don't have participation they did say that Mm -hmm. like that's kind of the same vibe here. We want to push ourselves, right? Um, Okay. So suggestions in needle movers, actually, guys, we have a list of books plus like the takeaways, Mm -hmm. the high level, like why you read it, what you get out of it, why it's important. The most, if you've read psychology of winning once you need to read it again, I'm going to recommend that. And then also I love the power of positive leadership by John Gordon. John Gordon has become one of my favorite authors. I just love John Gordon. I love this business secrets of the Bible. Do you have any specific ones that you just love? You know, um, high performance habits left a very strong, mm-hmm. um, thing in me. That one that you have to really commit. Like, Oh yeah, you yeah. do. Um, and one of the things I was going to say just about reflecting on yourself, he says that high performers take very seriously their impact on others. Yeah. They think what kind of what kind of an example am I mm-hmm. leaving right now? Yeah. And I really believe that that's the same people in this group. It's yeah. Like, how am I impact? How am I leading? How am I setting the example? Yeah. Um, and so that book really left a strong mark on me in yes. addition to psychology of winning. I love John Maxwell books. Intentional living was so good. Yeah. John, John Maxwell, you can't lose. With John. Can, I don't think so. Yeah. Either. The slight edge was mm-hmm. so, so good. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Amanda says discomfort is something I do not like. Mm-hmm. I get it. I also like to live my best life. Yes. Right. Yes. What's really cool about learning, Amanda, is the best way, like I said yesterday, for adults to win or to, to learn is to have really intense, uh, intense periods of focus followed by rest, intense periods. Of, so just like knowing, Hey, I'm going to intensely focus for X amount of time. is going to follow by rest. Knowing that duration is like, it's only going to be this long. I think it's also very, very helpful. Totally. 
Um, someone asked how you balance um, leisure reading with uh, personal development reading. And you're asking I'm trying, two non-leisure I'm, readers, right? Do you leisure read? No, uh, we're, we want hobbies. We're trying to yeah. find hobbies I think are good, but leisure reading is You know what's cool? What I, I would bet a lot on this is when you are focused on a topic or you're focused on a certain type of growth, I bet you you'll find stories in leisure reading mm-hmm. that are principles for a story or whatever. Mm-hmm. So honestly, I would say no matter what you're reading, just focus. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, let your brain rest. You know what I mean? But I think you'll be looking out for it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I watch TV. You yeah. Know, that's my so leisure. Like, so, you know, I don't read for leisure, but I watch TV for leisure mm-hmm. and I listen to occasionally a fun podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I guess like, as long as you're reading personal development daily or like mm-hmm. multiple times a week, yeah, you hopefully, you know, people, yeah. Just and you'll it. find your mojo, you yeah. will the same. And honestly, guys, you can find a lot of examples on TV too, like evidence on TV. Yes. Once you, once your brain opens, you can't not see it's weird examples. Mm-hmm. Um, you came with a good Grace Anatomy story one time. Oh yeah. Yeah. Sur- surgery yes. and band-aids. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Something. And they say, you know, once you are, it's like, once you feel that resistance, you need to push just a little bit more, which it's like reps, right? You could say, Hey, do 10 reps. Or you could say, Hey, when your muscles get tired, do five more. That's probably going to be more effective than everybody just do 10 reps. See what I'm saying? That's kind of the vibe here too. Okay. So the goal today is to win the day, win the day. and then to really do personal development tomorrow, hopefully with a different, a different mindset, a different mm-hmm. point of view, focusing on specific evidence as we call specific information is going to grow you as a leader and that is going to help you develop other people in your business. Yeah. And if you're not already start a notes app in your iPhone, whatever, or a Google doc Mm -hmm. that's on your computer's phone, you know, something that's just on the, on the cloud situation. So you can find it anywhere. Um, and you can always be adding to it when you hear stories and that will, that will compound. So cool. Yes. Like use Google doc. Don't you? I do both. I had a note get deleted one time and I just worked on all of psychology pointing and it got deleted. I know it broke my heart. You my fault. It was Good. My It'll fault make you better yeah. for when you redo it. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, I hope you enjoyed day two. Thank you so much for being here. We had such an awesome uh, packed group today. So, so amazing. Thank you so much for listening. And we hope this episode encouraged you in your journey. Come join us over at the Winner's Circle Facebook group of online entrepreneurs who are winning the game of life. The link is down in the show notes. We'll see you there.